All right. So am we doing like I say everybody's name and you just awkwardly say hi afterwards? Yeah. Okay. I can confidently say hi if it'll make it better. No, I'd prefer the awkward. Nope. I prefer, <laughs> we have to give a nice hearty hi. <laughs> Hello. Everybody, <laughs> everybody prepare your highs. Let's all do ahoy hoy and not and not mention it. Just okay. like like it's totally normal. Yeah, let's do that. Hey everyone, welcome back to Threat Level Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the office. I'm Madison, and today I'm joined by the full panel: Subi, ahoy hoy. Jamie. Ahoy hoy. Bethany. Hi. Justin. <laughs> Hi, you little weirdos. <laughs> and that's all five of us. <laughs> so for today's episode, we're going to be discussing baby shower. So for the icebreaker, I it's just occurring to me that three out of the five of us are men and probably haven't been to many showers in their lives. <laughs> However, I'm going to just proceed with this question regardless um a lot of times at baby showers and bridal showers they play really disturbing and gross and strange games for what they call fun um (laughs) (laughs) my question is what games have you either been a part of at these types of parties or have heard about that are like the strangest or most disgusting versions of these games so it's funny that you asked this. We just had a baby shower like uh, a week ago at the library. Like we rent out space so that people can come and have parties in the rooms. Yeah. Uh, and I walked past a game that they were setting up and I was, I did an audible like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> and I went and I went to take out my phone to take a picture of it to send to all of you. Uh-huh. And Gross, they, let me take a picture yeah. to send it out. And they walked in, and I was like, "Oh, never mind." And can I? I away, can I guess? Away. Can I guess what it was? Why? Was it the one? <laughs> was it the one where they take a candy bar and melt it into a diaper, and you're meant to be able to look at the that's candy so poop disgusting. and identify it? I can't really tell you what? if that's what it was exactly. It was in the same sphere. Okay. Who so, this? so it was, uh, it was like a wooden panel, like with diapers that were full. Like, oh, no. um, they were like nailed to this board. No, ew. And and it said like in like flowery like cute <laughs> letters above like which is the poop. Oh, so oh, do God. they have actual poop in one of them? Because oh. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Right. Which is the poop? Which is the poop? So they which, actually. Which one's the poop? Which one's the poop? Which one do you is think? Poop? Do you think if that's which the one? case, if one of them actually has poop, do you think they actually like took a used baby diaper? Because in theory, the no. baby's not born yet. Or do you think an they adult pooped in it? it might, I think How an adult pooped diaper. In it. Or like a cat, maybe. Was like one they an were... adult diaper? <laughs> <laughs> they were definitely like creamy diapers. Like they were Aww. super tiny. But like, I was real grossed out. But that's I, I gross. mean. It's, but then, like, there are the games that you, like, pass the diaper around and smell them. Yeah. And see which one, like, what's inside. You have to guess what's inside. People are so weird about butts, about (laughs) diapers, about babies and little animals. And, like, (laughs) hey, you leave little animals (laughs) out of this. (laughs) 
<laughs> like you don't have to make gross things cute things like you are so yeah. weird you are so weird unless like you're buying jewels for your cat's butthole because that's weird <laughs> ew that is weird bejewel uh, your cat's butt yeah people are we why are you so weird about I it i don't know i people just are weird. but um i've never been to a baby shower aside from my sisters mm -hmm. and she did not have games like that so i don't i've never been to a i would i don't know what i would oh no that's not true i went to kate's baby shower mm -hmm. just recently my friend kate she said she requested to her friend that it's the least like a baby shower so all we did was like <laughs> there was like I don't know, she had drinks there and like food and it was and just lost. sat around and talked. It was just like a normal party. It was just a normal <laughs> party Aww, and like she better. didn't even open presents and it was awesome. Oh, that's cool. So it's, I guess it's all who you surround yourself with. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Speaking of the, the activity that I mentioned, I guess the only reason that that may exist in terms of like melting chocolate and looking through the poo is <laughs> apparently you're meant to like keep an eye on what your baby's poop looks like because like in the early stages, there's normal looking poop versus not. So like, you can tell if your baby's ill by looking at their poop. Are you meant to dig throughout it? Are you meant to make no. a game out of it? No, I mean, no, to, but... like look at it and keep an eye on it. I don't you think you to need to laugh taste at it, it with or all anything. Your friends? So I think that's, I, I mean, I don't know if you're meant to. <laughs> but I guess that's a way of like, of normalizing the situation, you know? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I think it's more normal just to do it in private and look at it. And, yeah. and I mean, well, yeah, I think yeah. that's the normal way to do it. I, I mean, I would have to agree. Yes. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, it's, <laughs> it's like making fake vomit and putting it in a bag and yeah. like tossing it at your friend and be like, uh, sometimes your vomit is deadly. So you <laughs> look at it. Well, I think usually vomit of any sort sort of <laughs> showing that something's wrong. Yeah. Uh, speaking of baby shower diaper games, there's another one that I played once, um, and I don't even know why I was at this baby shower. It was a long time ago, and it was like a friend of one of my cousins, um, but I was there for some reason, and she was naming her child, it was a girl, um, some type of like flower name. Her oh. baby was going to be named Lily. So they took a bunch of diapers and put like essential oil fragrances on the diapers and passed them around. And the game was to guess which one smelled like the Lily fragrance uh, because her daughter's name was going to be Lily. But That's... like, just do that on like a sheet of paper. That honestly, like, just sounds like an instant headache. Yeah. yeah, probably was. Let's all huff these diapers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're probably good. You know, they say, you know, you, people use these essential oils to bring peace and feng shui your inner spirit. So, but like, um, why do you I need guess to that's put good. them inside of a diaper? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, you need to have, you know, diaper games. It's a, uh, Jamie's it's a really like playing devil's advocate this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So, have you guys ever heard of any stranger games or <laughs> as stranger games? I'm still not sure what a baby shower is. Like, <laughs> oh, what? what are we doing? <laughs> well, it's like when you're really pregnant, your girlfriends throw you a party where everybody shower. buys you presents yes, a golden related shower. to the baby. So, baby clothes, baby bottles, <laughs> baby bibs, things uh, baby related. Hmm. 
that's all it is. But then they play these really weird games at a lot of them mm. to like entertain like, their guests. I feel like it's just a chance for everybody to just get up all in your business about your baby. Yeah, yeah that too. Yeah. A lot of times and they'll like, play like having a baby without actually doing it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they'll play like baby name guessing games. Oh yeah. <laughs> Kind of like what Kevin had sort of planned, like games <laughs> right. like when's the baby going to yeah. come, how long is it going to be, or how much how much will it weigh. But those games, I think, are acceptable versus a lot of poop-based games. Yeah, like, I've played the candy bar in the diaper game, too. I think it was at the same baby shower. <laughs> is it melted? Around. Yeah. Yeah, they like candy bar. At least you could eat it then if it was just a <laughs> wrapped candy bar. Don't hand me like a puddle of chocolate. I can't no, do anything with this. They like put probably like the bite sized ones in each diaper. Oh. There's like five flavors, <laughs> and then they put them in the microwave and melted them. And then you yeah. each, like, each team got one of each flavor and you were supposed to like say okay this one's the kit kat this one's the milky way kind of so you had to eat it no well if you couldn't if you couldn't figure it out by looking at it then yes you (laughs) did you did you partake i remember being there and watching it happen but i don't (laughs) remember you i don't remember she doesn't recall (laughs) i don't recall madison only eats candy bars out of diapers now (laughs) i mean i was like 10 years old i was really it was a long time ago but I remember seeing it and being like, this is really weird. <laughs> she goes to the store and buys like <laughs> just like a, a bulk pack of candy bars and a bulk pack of diapers for <laughs> consumption. Oh my yeah. god. I do word, need to melt them first. The words bite size and diapers should never be in the same sentence. Right. I can't lick the candy bar out of the diaper. I don't want it. <laughs> Oh Lord, have mercy! <laughs> well, I'm in tears. Yeah, over moms here. are gross. <laughs> yeah. Baby showers are a gateway to creepiness. Yeah. They, they, they clearly. <laughs> oh my gosh! Speaking of a uh, gateway to creepiness, uh, I guess that brings us to the episode. So this yeah. is season five, episode four, "Baby Shower." Originally. Accurate segue, you <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> this one originally aired on October sixteenth, sixteenth, two thousand eight, and uh, it was written by. Did anyone look it up? Uh, Aaron Short today. Aaron Short, and this is the first episode that he wrote of The Office, as far as I know. Oh, the first is that one, Mike Shore's brother. Uh, uh, I, think I think it's, it's spelled a different. Yeah, because it's S C H U R, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. This uh, Aaron S H U R E. Oh, huh. But uh, but yeah, but he writes later s- such good episodes as Woof.com and <laughs> Jury Duty. So, very cool. So here we have the annoying, I mean, the lovely Jan Levinson. Oh. I just, I don't understand Michael's role in this. Well, it's delusion, as Jim <laughs> rightly points out. <laughs> I, and like, why is Jen feeding that delusion? I don't because she anything. cheated on him when he specifically asked her not to. <laughs> Very true. No, I think she just wants to have the control over Michael. I think she enjoys that someone mm-hmm. is willing to sort of bend over backwards to help her out with something, even if it's not remotely related to him. You know? Yes, it's just. Ugh. 
This yeah. is like one of the stupidest things that Michael has ever gotten himself into. <laughs> <laughs> but he also like comes out of it really well. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. today. Uh, yeah. Like I was, I'm strangely proud of him. Me when too. He hates Astrid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shortchanged. Um. Oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, I'm surprised that she didn't invite him to the birth though just because he would have waited on her hand and foot and like she would have been able to use him in that but way. she wanted to um it was her I, coach that... i thought that's just what she was telling him no because michael's like and i proved him wrong so many yeah times. <laughs> <laughs> i mean I I'm... Can... go ahead i was gonna say i can picture jam being the kind of person who wouldn't want to like have a physical like meltdown in front of Michael like she kind of likes the fact that he sees her as like this beautiful person so like mm. giving birth is very messy and <laughs> but this is after dinner party <laughs> true <laughs> that ship <should be> sailed <laughs> um i i would imagine that it was probably due to trying to avoid the maximum amount of stress during the uh yeah. you know oh, thing cuz like Michael in a in a in the baby room or whatever you call it the birthing room I can only imagine would have been like the biggest disaster so I think she uh, I think she enjoys making Michael miserable and she knew how yeah. important him that's why she asks him not to date yeah. Holly <sighs> oh, it's yeah. like a control thing but can we talk right. about this amazing cold open well oh. I guess it's probably a cold open. <laughs> And yeah, yeah. well, it's still related. I don't know. I still consider cold opens unrelated to the episode. Yeah, same. However, um, and what a good friend Dwight is, and Andy. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> real excited. Just so <laughs> excited. He literally sat there with a tub of butter and a and a watermelon and buttered an entire watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> That's love. This folks. cold open makes me like think like. It's not often that I'm like, I wish I worked in this office. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I wish that my office, like, this is what does it for you? Fake <laughs> a baby and, like, run baby drills. Yeah. I, involving a watermelon. It's so funny during this scene when Dwight's, like, on Michael's desk trying to, quote, push <laughs> out the baby. Because you, if you watch Phyllis's face, she has, like, this look of pure disgust and then, like, just drops her head. I can only imagine that she was just actually laughing <laughs> at yeah, the situation. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, I literally I... don't know how they got through that scene at all. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> how many takes it took. Right. right. Yeah. How many watermelons they went through. <laughs> when Andy gets up and starts screaming. <laughs> and they're both screaming, I'm crowning at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like, uh, I don't understand why they were practicing giving birth, because Michael wasn't going to be giving birth to the baby. He would be like... Right, but he had to. Pre- he had to be there and like right. catch it. Yeah. <laughs> which, Get ready. Which I don't think they allow Michael to catch. I don't think they allow you to catch the baby. No, not no. unless you're like a trained OBGYN right. or a midwife. Well, also if you're like sitting on, if sitting up like that, I don't think the baby's gonna come shooting out. But and I, and I think Dwight wanted to like give him a lesson in like marking the baby. Yeah. <laughs> How to mark your baby? Which he, which he. Which he already knows because he marked his waitress girlfriend. Right. He's a, he's fully aware of marking. He's familiar with He knows this. the arm marking technique. Yes. <laughs> I got did... his own little sign that he's you know, not got patented. <laughs> yeah. I did love that Michael was in total acceptance of the, the added butter to the thing. Cause he's yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, nice touch. Yeah. 
Newborns are slippery. <laughs> Aw. It just reminds me of, like, the later shenanigans when Pam's pregnant of, you know, trying to, like, have the water break, like, pretending to have water break. Oh, yeah. oh that's <laughs> right. I'm leaving. Oh, that's really water funny. Yeah. To her in her <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, later, later. That's her yeah. second baby, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard, like, that your water's not just supposed to break like that, like before you're having any signs of labor, like contractions or anything. Yeah, that's like-, like It's not a good thing fine. if your water just breaks suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'd be a lesson to you. <laughs> <laughs> For all of our pregnant listeners out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of stuff. I'm trying to think of like, the rest of the show now. The singing of the baby shower. Oh my gosh. 20 yeah. minutes of... Uh, oh, I love the way Holly looks at the camera, though. <laughs> when she's singing. Oh my gosh. I know. Holly's... I, mean, I know Holly's supposed to feel bad this episode, but I feel like she was feeling a little too bad. Like, I feel like Michael clarified enough, as yeah. dumb as it was, he clarified enough to her what was going on, and it wasn't anything like... He wasn't like actually bringing anything that she, like anything truthful to her. Like clearly, you don't smell like old tomatoes and dirt. Right. <laughs> and if you do, you just are a farmer. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it was. I mean, it was nice of Michael though to to warn her to be like, I'm just doing and this, Brian. you know. And Ryan, yeah, I'm gonna be. <laughs> yeah. But I just don't understand why Michael thought that he needed to treat Holly or Ryan that way. Like, Jan isn't anything to him anymore. <laughs> Why well, does he have to pamper her? Well, because uh, he's still... He still has a control she's his baby him. mama. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know, it's frustrating. Baby. <laughs> I know. That's why, like, that's why everyone's just kind of, like, you know, annoyed that they have to chip into this party at all or yeah, do anything with her because, you know, Jan, there's no connection at all. Kevin's response was oddly like normal and un-Kevin. He was just like, he's not his baby. And it was like not in Kevin's voice and like <laughs> totally like intelligent and reasonable. Like, oh like, Phyllis, it's not his baby. Yeah, oh Phyllis, <laughs> it's not his baby. Right. <laughs> it was just an un-Kevin sentence. Well, this situation is just so easy to understand that even Kevin got it right. right. It's not <laughs> his baby. Why does he care? But okay, so did he actually did he say that? Uh, Kevin did oh. talk about donating sperm, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Wait a minute. No, he does. Doesn't he do that in a cutscene? I was gonna say I, I don't remember if I saw that. That's yeah. Not here. Yeah. It's Maybe a deleted. It's in a different episode. It's either well, it's either right. a deleted scene no, it's or when, it's the DVD. It's the one. It's she doesn't have the baby yet. She's right. It's yeah. She's, she's talking pregnant. about like have being pregnant or something. Oh, so she but must like episode. outside the outside the TV or the TV. What other episode would it be? <laughs> this is the only episode that we. That Jan is pregnant. Right. Well, he, it oh, must have been she's outside. Pregnant at the fun run, and then there was last week's episode, which was whatever. She's not pregnant at fun run, is she? Yeah, when Michael. That's, oh, that's why right. he calls Michael to the grocery store. Yeah. No, so it, should, it should have been this episode. They're all sitting around in that office. Right. That's what I thought too. But yeah, it is. It's it's. I think it's a deleted scene. Yeah. Okay. Where they talk about it, it was in the across from the IHOP. That's that's too bad because that's like such a I don't know it's such a good joke. Like it's a good joke. <sighs> hmm. I can't imagine that it's a deleted scene because it's something so many like memes are made out of. It's like, it might be or, the DVD you know, version because they... they do cut out a lot in the Netflix. Why? That's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's so stupid. Yeah. 
I wish I wish that they would have. I wish we would have been able to see them play the baby guessing game, um, based on the pictures of. Oh yeah, that is <laughs> that was just hilarious too when he <laughs> puts oh, his picture gosh. next to Phyllis. Well, that's Phyllis. I hope you're happy together. <laughs> his face whenever he sees Angela as a baby is so funny. He like shakes with <laughs> disgust <laughs> and horror. <laughs> Oh. But it is, I mean, it doesn't look like her at all. Like, Phyllis, that is definitely Phyllis. Like, that is Phyllis's face on a baby's body. <laughs> <laughs> but I do not think Angela looks like how she did when she was a baby. Yeah. Yeah, she, she didn't have a little grape head as a baby. A little grape head. I feel like most people don't look like themselves. As oh my babies. gosh, some people I feel... all babies just look like silly puppies. Yeah, all babies look like red <laughs> potatoes. Like... <laughs> I feel like sometimes when I see a baby, a picture of somebody, I'm like, holy crap, yes, that is you. Yeah. Justin, you're one of them. I'm sorry, <laughs> but like, you had your baby, your baby's face. <laughs> <laughs> is exact, and your mother. So yes, I know a all lot of babies. All babies look the same. That is not true. Yeah. You line up, you line up a hundred babies, and that's a hundred of the same baby. If you lined up three <laughs> babies, three baby pictures of the person that's standing right in front of me, I would be able to guess. I think so too. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to the episode, but we haven't um, even like really gotten no. into. There's really not a lot to talk about in this episode. There's no, only there's really one storyline. I mean, the thing with Jim and Pam is boring, but yeah, yeah. They, they're so out of sync until the end. How cute! Uh, blah, blah, blah. They actually were in sync this whole time. And this whole time, Aww. it was just because of the laundry. Pam, room. get out of the laundry. I know. I was like, are you just gonna stand <laughs> next to the machine as it's like doing your laundry? I know. I mean, that's kind of what you have to do at public laundry mats because otherwise somebody might steal all your shit. Madison, no. we put our clothes in the wash and leave completely the building <laughs> and come home. Oh. <laughs> no, yeah, that was kind of a strange sort of reason to not. I can understand like the first scene of them when he's trying to, he's distracting the office, but she has to go to class, so she abruptly closes yeah. closes it, <laughs> ends the conversation. Yeah. But yeah, for for the long nobody wants her lipstick stained towel. <laughs> right. Which, like, Pam, Pam, you don't even wear lipstick. Right. Like, where's the where's... lipstick coming from? <laughs> it's the lipstick she uses to, like, seduce Michael in that one episode. <laughs> For better <What>? chairs. <laughs> Why am I not remembering this episode? Whenever she wants the know. chairs, it's the surplus episode. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. She puts on her red lipstick and fluffs her hair up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> actually michael no michael just disregards her yeah (laughs) he would rather hang out with the boys yeah that was a good episode i like to imagine good episodes when i'm watching (laughs) some car episodes i mean i don't know i feel like the content of this episode wasn't terrible it was just like it's not a very memorable episode it might be unenjoyable to watch though but, I feel uh, like I laughed a lot. Yeah, I laughed. Yeah, I laughed. like yeah. it was it was fun to watch. I but you're right. I don't remember even at this point much of it. <laughs> but I mean, that might be because we watched it yeah. two weeks ago. Right. Oh. Not again today. <laughs> I, oh, I forgot all about the Michael um at the Jim and Pam having a conflict. Oh, <laughs> well, we watched it when we were going to record it two weeks ago and took notes on it, and then we never recorded uh, because yeah. everybody fell asleep or something. Yeah. Uh, I did. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> and we didn't rewatch it today. That's fair. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think... I think. Go ahead, Justin. I think that uh, I think that scene with 
Phyllis pumping up the balloon is super weird. Like, I, I think that's my least favorite scene in the episode. Are you kidding? I thought that was hilarious. Oh. Because, like, like you why know... Why is he standing there shouting at it? <laughs> that's why it's so good. Because I feel like there's very few times when the talking head bits are interrupted. And I like how he's just, like, you know, he really wants her to get to work on the party. So he's like, you can't talk. Don't be talking to them. Pump harder, you know? And she's like... Uh, it's point. always Michael that interrupts the talking head bits. Like... Nobody well, cares. Nobody minus, cares. Minus, Wrap it up. I need this room. <laughs> minus those, Jim the one time. And those balloon pumpers were never actually more effective or easier no. than just blowing them up with your mouth. <laughs> like, no, I was thinking that too. Like she did like 62 pumps and it was like hardly ever even blown up. I know. Right? Yeah. Like <laughs> six breaths, you could get that balloon yeah. all the way up. How old is Phyllis? She's the same age as Michael. So, so 40, 40 something. 40, 45 maybe? Yeah, probably 45, 46. So maybe she doesn't have the air capacity anymore. Maybe know. not. Yeah. <laughs> can't jump. She yeah. can't jump. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I thought that was a funny little little bit. Because it kind of is a little change from what we typically see in the talking head bits. So I, yeah. I enjoyed that. I didn't think much of it. Yeah. yeah. I Chance did. really weird. She's what? Weird. <laughs> Jan Jan singing. Singing. I don't think oh. it's weird for her. No. No, it's I did, pretty normal for Jan. It's pretty even, tame for her. Even though it's apparently been weird going for on for 20 else. or 30 minutes or whatever. Jan said. 20 minutes. When people start singing around me, I don't know what to do. I know. Like, uh, yeah. what, do you, what do you do in Does this situation? Does this happen often? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> quite a bit. Is it Bethany who sings? It happens enough. It happens more than I'd like. <laughs> Like one time this, I mean, it happened like when I was with like helping somebody out at the library and they're like, they had their daughter with them and her the daughter was like singing and she had like a really beautiful voice. But like at the same time, what do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Like, like, how would you like it if I clapped now? Like, I, I feel like you wouldn't like that. I don't know. But I feel like they would. Yeah. If you're clapping in time. Yeah. I did Maybe tell I her, would feel more sarcastic clapping than they would hear. It was awkward. What was awkward was when I was like, "Oh, you have a really pretty voice," and she was like, "Thanks," and then she went right back to singing. Oh my god! <laughs> you should sing at the at the most. You can sing like half a line. I'll give you a full line, but like if you're singing like oh yeah, you get multiple lines. Please stop. Like I have done that around Justin, and like there is, I I literally know the line I've crossed when I crossed it. Like, oh no, I have sung too much. <laughs> oh, we're just a musical today. Yeah. <laughs> Justin like, would not enjoy hanging out with me. I see. I was gonna say all of the time. <laughs> I was gonna say I like embrace spontaneous singing. I think it's the best. Like Justin if you're does not. if you're like at a gathering and, and if someone if you're like at you a were gathering, a <laughs> true. Like what? If you're at a, a gathering and someone pulls out like an instrument and you start, everyone starts singing. I'm like, oh, I hate this that. is the best moment home. of my life. <laughs> oh, really, James? I really? love that. Yeah. <laughs> but mine is like, I'm like joking around and singing like or some. I don't even know. Like I'm making a reference or something, and like, whoa. Yeah, the reference is made. Joke landed. That's Done. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Got it. Yes. <laughs> it's like when somebody tells a joke and then they like tell it again after you laugh. Like oh, yeah. you already told the joke. But you hadn't laughed yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Perhaps you yeah, should. what do you want? What is, the, what is the equivalent of laughing when somebody is starting to sing? Well, I never sing. To you. I'm not singing seriously ever. <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway, uh, moral of the story don't sing around Justin. Apparently, oh, right. I'll bear that in mind. <laughs> so much for my aspirations of us making a band. I mean, it'll never happen. That's different. But, like, because there's like, I mean, it's, I, Singing is weird. I don't, music is concerts are weird. Like it's weird that that people stand in front of a crowd of people and we pay them to sing to us, and that's like really cool and awesome. It's so weird and loud. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What's with all this noise? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> dude, I can, such a don't headache. you guys go to concerts a lot? Yeah, that's why I love going to concerts. Ears are going bad. Everyone's ears are so Well, that's true. Turn it down. That's like what you're paying for is the experience. It's like going to a yeah. movie theater to see a movie right. versus watching it on your laptop. The movies are yeah. too loud at the movie theater. Yeah, I know too. you're weird. I mean, no, I mean I agree with that. Sometimes I'm in Sometimes. the movie theater and I'm like, good god, this could turn down like 70 decibels, please. No, into the Spider Verse. See, like that's that. the best part yeah. of having poor hearing to begin with. Everything oh. loud sounds great, but then it's just making your hearing even worse, though. Yeah, <laughs> like a vicious cycle. That's like yeah. you don't do it every day. Day, it's just no, for true. that occasional experience of going to mm. embrace something really loud. Yeah. Like so, like a band would be fine, yeah. but us going to Paris and singing down the streets, Justin would not <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, I think that no, I would not. I would fly back to America. Literally <laughs> <laughs> do that in France. You, me, and Kayla weren't we singing as we were walking down the streets? We might have. At one point, <laughs> I remember. I wouldn't put singing, that past um, us. That one and song was like, from stupid Americans. Stupid Americans. <laughs> the song from Juno. Like the opening song. Oh, oh yeah. The three of us were singing that, trying I to remember think what all. That those we are gonna be were. friends or whatever. If I were a flower to going wild, wild and free. Oh right. Okay. I love that. I still. I still. I still really like that song. Yeah, so like do I. Go-tos. But I, like all three of us, were trying to remember the lyrics to that. As I think we must have been in France because that's the only um, country we she went to work together, with. Yeah. <laughs> when in and France? Uh, it's some some one-hit wonder. Yeah, Barry or B something. I forget his. He doesn't have any other good songs. <laughs> oh, I haven't listened. Yeah, I haven't listened to any of others. So I've, I I've looked them up because I they thought either, maybe he had some other amazing ones, but he doesn't. They either all sound like that one or drastically different. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always surprised when when a band has like one amazing song and then the rest of their songs right. are pure garbage. Yeah. What happened, you guys? I don't know. They just weren't it's, good. It's a sad moment. <clears throat> that happens sometimes. There's like this channel called uh, on YouTube called Mahogany Sessions, and they have a lot of sort of indie music. And sometimes, and it's all live, which is cool. So sometimes I'll find a band that sounds really, really good for that one song. But yeah, it's exactly the same situation where I'll look up other music they've done, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is not as calm and tranquil as my normal, you know, type yeah. of music is. Bright eyes. Bright Eyes has some intense songs, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> I just put that out there to see if the reaction it would get. I know, it's true. I don't actually feel that way about Bright Eyes. I do, some of their stuff, is like, they, they had an entire album. I can't remember which one it was, but it was very, like, electronica, almost. 
What? And really? Yeah. It's the uh, oh. the album cover is like all black and like the album art is also black, but it's like glossy, so like that's the only difference. Black it's, on black. That's the it's, it's got like take it Paul easy Hathard. on it and stuff, but <clears throat> coolest colors. There yeah. are too many musicians. Did you say who are they're all loud? He's like an old man. I can't hear the music. It's too loud. It's just (laughs) that just happens sometimes. You need more dynamic range, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember the one time uh, Madison and I. Do you remember when we went to Mr. Smalls to see uh, Connor Oberst? Yeah. And the Mystic Valley Band, and we were right next to the speaker. And we both went deaf. Yeah, pretty much. Couldn't hear <laughs> any, like hardly anything afterwards, and we were like, "My this ears is rang concerning. for like three days." Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Man, but we were really... so close to the stage, you know. I know we could have touched him. <laughs> would it have been worth it? Yes. I mean, it would have been more worth it if I'd gotten to touch him because <laughs> you know I didn't. <laughs> right. I <still> went deaf. <laughs> <laughs> There's this band called. Uh... I think they're called Sea Pony, and they have like oh well, they broke up, but they were like really just like whispery type of music. Like it oh. would still have been loud. It would have been like loud whispers, just <laughs> all. <laughs> what is that? Oh man! So we have gone off the deep end here. Yeah. Um, yeah. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh right, Jan singing. Jan okay. singing. Oh yeah. Awkwardly. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, I think the only notable thing, like as Justin said at the very beginning of our discussion, is the fact that typically when Jan says something to Michael, he follows it to a T. Mm-hmm. Like he'll say something and he, she'll say something. He feels obligated to do it. But I loved that in this episode when he, she's like, "Don't date Holly." His immediate re- reaction is to go upstairs and hug Holly. Yeah, and ask I her love out. that he lied to her. I, I think right. that's my favorite moment in the show. Yeah, like my it's like the most emotionally significant moment on the it show. Is. And you can yeah. see Holly's like really, you know, yeah. she's been wanting that for a while. So yeah. I like, like I like that moment more than when he proposes to her. Yeah. I don't remember when he proposes to her. Lots of candles what? and oh, <laughs> yeah, he sets off the sprinklers. <laughs> you know, I, I was I remembered that scene and I was like, huh, was Holly in that scene? <laughs> When he proposed to her, was Holly there? No, it's just Kevin asking if they're all moving to Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all of them. Uh, I'm I surprised like... you remember that, Bethany, because you've probably only seen that episode once. <laughs> no, because then you have like the episodes afterwards. Like That's not the la- Michael's last episode. Uh-uh. No, but I thought that's have, the like, last the one you watched. And I love the garage sale episode. Oh, yeah. With the magic beans. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great episode. Um, but I think like when he, the proposal is like, I mean, all the candles, that's super cheesy. And like Michael ruins it by all of him, like talking about like, I don't know, like commenting when everybody is like asking Holly to marry them. And then like that weird Yoda impression. Like, I just think the proposal (laughs) is bad. I would not propose to someone like Michael. But that's where they did their first Yoda impression. Yeah. (laughs) That's like a perfect Michael and Holly proposal. Yeah. It only works for them, but it's perfect for them. But Justin. Emphasis on it only works for them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Do you, Justin, would you you prefer, (laughs) would you prefer though, like out of the Holly Michael proposal versus Michael, Michael Pam, no, Jim and Pam proposal, which one do you like better? Oh, definitely Michael and... Or definitely, yeah, Michael and Holly. Michael and Holly. Well, yeah. I hate the yeah, Jim you know, and Pam proposals, pick, though. Yeah. But 
I, I wouldn't can hold I please, them up as like the best. Can I please pick uh, Angela yeah. and Dwight and how he like pulls her over on the side <laughs> of the road? Yeah, you can. Yeah, that's I would even take Angela and Andy over over <laughs> Michael. And <Tom. laughs> Angela and Andy's proposal the worst. I think actually the best proposal on here was when Michael proposed to the real estate agent. And she embarrassed her in front of everyone. That was great. Yes. <laughs> Another high point for Michael. Did we, yeah. we see the senator propose to Angela? I don't think, I don't so. think so, no. Do we see them get married? No. No. Are they just married at some point? Did I they think get married? So. Yeah, they were married, right? Yeah. yeah. Huh. It might have been like over a summer or something. Maybe, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't remember much about the senator. <clears throat> but... I like to pretend that he didn't happen and that she's just always this <laughs> right. Yeah, that's fair. Oh. The actor who plays the senator was on the show Heroes. Yeah. Oh. Good for one season and then garbage for the rest. Oh. Uh, two seasons. The second season was good too. It was just. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess that's true. Oh, that was the writer strike season? Yeah, and that just ruined that show. Mm -hmm. No yeah. show suffered more than Heroes during the writer strike. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, we had the whole sequence of Dwight trying to test out the $1,200 oh, yeah. baby oh, stroller. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Take this, barbed wire. But seriously, I. I'm pretty sure those strollers do exist, and they are very expensive. I just the orbit twelve hundred yeah. on a fucking baby stroller. Yikes! I mean, don't you want your baby to be safe, Jamie? Yeah, orbit stroller, the one I'm looking at. <laughs> I mean, at, I guess, but the ones I'm looking I mean, yeah, at are fifteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. did, did you find one, Beth? Yeah, fifteen hundred dollars for. Oh my god! Is it made of like, what's the stuff that they use on like NASA space shuttles? Aluminum. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is not made of aluminum. Is it made of aluminum foil? Uh, I mean, there's what one if you... for nine hundred ninety nine? Oh, okay, that's cool. reasonable. What if you have to throw your baby into a barbed wire fence? Like, don't you want it to be protected? I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna throw your baby into a barbed wire fence, yeah. you should have it in the stroller because I mean, it'll be fine. I feel like there's the movement these days, though, to like hold your baby at all moments. Like, they have a lot of different like carrier, like uh, strappy carrier yeah. things for your Fabric body. Fabric you tie around your neck. Just like tie your yeah. baby onto you, yeah. Baby Bjorn. We went to a Chinese buffet once, and this woman had like an almost literal fetus in like one of those, oh. those scarf things, and like, like this baby literally was born like two days ago. Like maybe? she had the baby and then went to the Chinese. Buffet. And she was like, "I really want to clean buffet. it off." <laughs> she may have even like had it in the bathroom of the Chinese buffet. <laughs> oh my god! The word was still connected inside of her. Ew! Like, ew! It was like. <laughs> Like it must have been like her like fifth baby or something at that yeah, point. Yeah, she's just like I'm. This is old hat. <laughs> yeah, like it was bright red and Aww. like the size of my finger. And like I ate more <laughs> food than that baby was. So I'm saying all buffet. babies look like red potatoes. Well, she... I mean, what? Maybe all newborns. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. Okay. Not like Jamie in his powder blue suit. No. Right. That they're six months old they start to differentiate a little bit yeah. you know? they, and they're not bright red anymore all right it's scary looking oh man <laughs> um it was i feel like the dwight and the stroller uh line ended really not satisfyingly like he was just like 
Oh yeah, I put that in your trunk. Oh, I mean, you, and we don't even see it again. Right. right. I, mean, I was hoping she'd open it. Are we assume that there's damage? Like, oh, there must be. It's scratched yeah. up. She at doesn't least? say anything. She just closes the door. Because yeah. she doesn't look at it. She just like, she's like, thanks. <laughs> but if we like, that would be a joke if we saw there was damage, and yeah. she yeah. just closed the door and didn't say anything about it. Yeah, they should. I mean, I think it's easy to assume after dragging it across <laughs> the concrete, <laughs> running it over <laughs> with your car. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, it's yeah. a good thing they bought her a backup stroller for her baby shower. Present. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah, a really cheap one. Yeah. Oh, man. That's the episode. I think that's that the episode. Is. Do you guys have Anybody? any quotes? Who's Sarah Kaya comes in? <laughs> oh, yeah. Who is Sarah Kaya comes in? Her bloated oh. feelings. I have, uh, she's in the... T- <laughs> She's in the terminal stages of her pregnancy. I was <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> and I love uh, Stanley's line. Oh. I have varicose veins, too. I have swollen ankles. I'm constantly, uh, I can't read my own writing. Hungry. Hungry? Okay. You think my nipples don't get sore, too? You don't think I don't need to know the fastest way to the hospital? <laughs> uh-huh. Well, that was my trivia question. Oh. What does Stanley and newborn or pregnant women have in common? Oh. <laughs> I liked. Sorry. I liked when uh, Michael was talking to Daryl about being a baby daddy and not having feelings <laughs> when he held Astrid, and she, and he was like, "Well, do you want to hold me?" And he's just like, "Could I?" <laughs> no. Yes. Like been when cute Dwight says, "Growing up, I perform my own <laughs> circumcision." Oh my god. <laughs> Which seems misplaced. Like I don't know if Amish or Mennonites like have circumcisions but i don't think he, he was either one Isn't of those pennsylvania dutch yeah. well, well yeah but those are typically like yeah mennonite or amish folk right but and like mose is definitely yeah something. i don't think we get the impression that dwight grew up in some like closed religious community well but i he mean only he speaks... shuns people yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true but... ancient religious right Dutch, German, or whatever. They get married in their own graves. I also like when Michael says, Where's my golden shower? Oh, where's my golden shower? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We gave you a golden shower. Um, Okay. Do you guys have a. Should we do Dundee? Wait, I have a question. Yes. And it's not a trivia question. It's just like, what the heck is <laughs> it? <laughs> right. Whenever Jan is giving Michael Astrid whenever she wants to go lay down, yeah. she says, remind me to tell you about Astrid's 529. What yeah. does that mean? That was one of my trivia questions. But if no one knows what it oh, is. Oh, sorry. Uh, a 529 is a college savings account. Oh, okay. Which oh, in- yep. Uh, yep. pretty funny. Don't joke. know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely never have one of those. Nope. <laughs> But I mean, that definitely implies that she, I assume that she's, you know, expecting Michael to contribute to a 529. Yes, for like, sure. Oh, oh that's, oh. Uh, yeah. I didn't even yeah. think about it that way. I thought that's... it was just like, clearly this is not something he needs to know about. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's good. Um, that reminds me though, that uh, the my favorite scene in this episode is when you walk in and Astrid is just in an enormous amount of produce. <laughs> <laughs> Like, they had to go buy all this produce. Like, we're going to take a picture of Astrid today in all of this produce. Let's Which go spend $30 on it. Which also gives you an idea of how long Jan was asleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
under wrapping paper or whatever she was sleeping under. And I yeah, and I love when uh, Angela's like, make it look up. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why Holly uh, smelled like tomatoes and dirt. Oh, oh yeah, pick them fresh. Right. Oh. oh man, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. But that happens, right? Yeah. Those calendars exist. And I mean, Angela. Happen. Yeah, Angela likes them. She likes baby jazz players, and yeah, that's oh, yeah. true. She likes babies posed in different weird positions. Many people do. It's so bizarre. People oh, are so weird you. about these guys. Stop now, it. cats posed in cute positions. Oh, that's a different story. I'll take that any day of the week. Uh -huh. I feel like it's still weird. It's very weird. Are they dressed up in like fruits and vegetables? Sure. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they don't have to be, but they could. <laughs> I accept that way more than uh, a baby dressed up as a fruit or vegetable. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, you're so cute. I just want to eat you like a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Who's not chewed on a little kitty's paw is my question. Ew, you will get litter all in your mouth. Yeah, that's well, you don't do it when they're dirty. I mean, they're, they're always, always dirty. Bathing. They walk all over the oh, floor. No, they lick their hand, and then you're yeah, like, I will also chew on bathing. Then you're, like, making out with them. Oh, well, you don't do it right after. Cat, I don't have a cat You now. make out with our bird. <laughs> yeah, Justin. <laughs> like, he talks. <laughs> he talks, and Cats he's basically human. Too. <laughs> oh, man. I had to feed my friend's bird for, like when he was on vacation it was terrifying oh that bird was adorable what kind but was it a scary one it was like a paw a conure an african gray a parakeet <laughs> it, was it, a was, parakeet. it was a parakeet yeah oh they're really I would, like going sometimes. to the darkened room and like the stupid bird would just be, be like standing like hiding in the corner like a creep and then like <laughs> fly into the room. It was terrifying. I'm like, oh, glad when Madison did it for like, me. Yeah, he didn't do it too many times before I took over. <laughs> what? Was he in a cage? No, they literally have an entire room in their apartment that's just that's dedicated nice. to this bird. Yeah. <laughs> Scooter would bite the walls off oh. if we did that. Yeah. Was he like a budgie or was he like a bigger parakeet? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. <laughs> Is he one of the birds that you go to the pet store and there's like 50 of them in a cage? Or was he bigger than that? It, no, he was a smaller one. He seemed bigger. No, no. In my memory, he's the size <laughs> With of With like red one. eyes and yeah. like yeah. fire. <laughs> no, he's like definitely smaller yeah. than Scooter by a lot. Yeah. Hmm. He's a big fat bird. That's he. he is one pound. He is one pound. We weighed him. We weighed him on our kitchen scale. Aww. Aww. Your food He's scale. Pound. Yep, my food. My food scale that I never weigh anything on ever. It just sits there. Makes it sound like you're preparing to eat Scooter. But okay. <laughs> Gotta fatten them up first. Yep. Mm. What were we talking about? We're peanut. talking about. We Dundies. were about to get into the Dundies. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll go first. Okay. I am gonna go ahead and give the uh, good decision Dundee to Michael Scott, because as we said, he finally decides not to listen to Jan and he goes after his heart. <laughs> nice. In collaboration with that, I'm giving a duo Dundee to Michael and Holly for no. the perfectly awkward hug. Dundee. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, I was going to give Michael and Holly the precious moments, Dundee. Aww. You still can. It's okay. 
No, hey, I wait, am. Wait, but precious moments. <laughs> is that precious... you giving it? Yes, that is me giving <laughs> it. Hold on a sec. But precious moments, as in those creepy yep. figurines. Yep, exactly. What it, is. it is a Dundee with a precious moments Ew. head. Ew. <laughs> I have one of those growing up. Ugh. Oh yeah, I, I my grandmother like gave it to me. Oh yeah. It's Scary. What is precious mo? Is that like a Martha Stewart thing? No, it's like know. a Christian thing. It's like a, they sell it at like Majesty Christian Bookstore. Who yeah. owns precious moments? Mm, I feel like, like pampered chef. I had a Hallmark precious moment. What did I have? I had a precious moment something growing up. I can not remember what it was. I feel like we all did. All of us yeah. like girls. They're very much in my life. I just can't remember exactly how. Yeah. Um, all your mom's guilt trips. <clears throat> They're a part of all of your mom's guilt. Right, there's a lot of that, a lot of a lot of guilt. Um, I'm gonna give. I didn't really name this Dundee, the oof Dundee to <laughs> Orbit Stroller, <laughs> because that was unfair to the stroller. That was a little unfair. To the that was what the stroller said. <laughs> oof, the Roblox death sound. It was just trying to keep a baby safe. It was. Is that all the Dundies? Oh, um. See, I will give a ripening cervix Dundee to, um, <laughs> to Michael and Holly because I can't think of a name. Oh, like the relationship is ripening. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's the Jan who actually just gave birth. No, no, I'll give the ripening cervix Dundee to the newly emerging birthed relationship of Michael and Holly. I like it. That I nailed it. Ripened. Yeah, they do. They... Who's the doctor here? No, I don't know. But the doctor who never I'm the doctor here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> how do you give birth to a baby? Does your cervix ripen, Jamie? It sure does. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jamie. He's yeah. a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. All right. So the newly, yes. They all deserve birth relationship that. covered in placenta. In yeah. butter. In what's it called? Amniotic fluid. There you go. Uh, amniotic is just like a gross word. Fluid. <laughs> what about amniocentesis? Oh, I like that, that one. That, that's too what? medical for me to care. Mm. For me to Wait. care. <laughs> I missed the word. What do you like, Jamie? Amniocentesis. Is that what you said? Ew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's Ew. Like poke a hole into the belly to. Ew. <laughs> I don't like this? it. I don't like it anymore. Amniotic fluid. Why do you do this? I don't do it, but oh, they do it. That's what they, I just they... does it for fun. Yeah. <laughs> you just say pregnant never woman and you're pregnant. like, surprise. His extracurriculars. <laughs> Have you ever had to do that? No. This club. <laughs> is it what they do to like test to see how the baby is or what? Uh, yeah, it's to like, I think it's a test like for genetic diseases or something. Mm. Fair. Um, speaking of genetic diseases, let's move on to trivia. <laughs> I don't have any because I, I don't have any trivia today. I have a couple of trivias. Okay, um, good. What color was uh, Dwight's underwear? Red. Ah, uh, red. Yes, red. Oh. Like a. Like a... <laughs> that was gonna be my question. <laughs> oh my gosh, Michael's that... face as he's zipping his pants up. Is just... I know. <laughs> like, like embarrassed, but not willing to stop eating the <laughs> watermelon. Right. I'm just surprised it wasn't burlap. Do you think butter and watermelon is good? No. no. The thought thought of that makes me... The thought of him eating that watermelon with butter on the outside is disgusting. I mean, you don't eat the outside. Yeah. Although... I know, but like... I did. (laughs) You did? Really? 
Yeah, but I was like an obnoxious teen, so oh, yeah. oh, okay. that's the kind of crap I would do as a teen. Yeah. Well, like that time that you got the Octo Whopper. Mm -hmm. Oh my yep. gosh. He got a yes. How do you? <laughs> could you even consume like. that much? Uh, that was the goal. Um, okay. But then I was late for band practice, oh. <laughs> and so I had to stop halfway through. I probably wouldn't have made it. Don't get cheese on your Octo Whopper. Ah, uh, fair. Did uh, they put cheese on every single? On every patty. Okay. Uh, but. So, uh, oh no, I forget what I was talking about. Did they bad. market this, or was it something that you made them do? I f feel like I saw it in a video or something. Yeah. I definitely oh, didn't probably. make it up. That sounds absolutely disgusting. How much extra <laughs> Jamie, did you have to pay for back. that? I know, they're back. What? How much extra did you have to pay for that? Did you have to probably pay for like eight a, Whoppers? It was probably like a twenty patty or something. Wow. Hmm. Um, let's see. Do you have any more trivia, Subi? Uh, yes. Uh, what did uh, they write on the watermelon to market? Uh, MGS. Yep. Oh, Michael Gary. <laughs> oh, I was gonna that what that was. I didn't know yeah. that's what that was. I was going to say about that because we see them eating it in the first scene, but then that's the same watermelon they're using. He's uh, Dwight's using as like a tester for the baby yes. stroller. Ooh. The other half. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, just the half. It upside down. Oh. Yeah, it was the other half because I was like, there's going to be juice all over that. So oh, okay. <laughs> um any more Subi? nope okay um what road in scranton is covered in potholes oh. all of them. um i don't remember lynn something gary gary road i feel like i something <laughs> if you kind of like put your put both of yours together in a way it's kind of Gorlin in the neighborhood. Glenn? No. Lynn. No. Lynn <laughs> All right. Well, Gore, I'm just gonna tell G you how Gary about Lynn. that. Lynn Gary. Going. <laughs> it's Gibson. Oh, okay. That was not. That's a terrible clue. That's he not said Lynn. He said Lynn, and you said Gary. So like G G Gibson. Lynn. <laughs> Lynn. <laughs> same. Same thing. See what I mean? Uh, I yeah. see you. I see you. You picked yeah, it up you know, on a right, Lando? Yeah. I picked it up. Um, and what was Jan's uh, baby shower throne decorated with? Post-its. Yes, yellow, pink, and blue post-its. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's man. all I have for that episode. Uh, let's see. What was Michael's baby boy name choice? Chevy. 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 <laughs> Chevy Chase. Chevy I Chase, yeah. He's very it proud like of that Steve name. Steve Martin, like all one name, Steve Martin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this one I don't think anyone's gonna get. But in the opening shot, we see Mike. Uh, no, we see Dwight taking a slip out of this little organizer that I've never seen in the show before then. And in it, it's got a couple people's names on it, but it's basically a sorting system. So my question was, who? What names appear on there versus which ones don't? Oh, okay. Jamie, that was a shot that was like half a second long at the most. I know. <laughs> did you did you have to pause to get this? One? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. Don't know. I, don't I also know. don't know the sorting system. I don't even know what you're talking. Well, that's, about. I can't even picture this scene. Well, that's yeah. my confusion because I don't know what the sorting system is either. Because okay, there's one slot for Michael. Okay, one slot for Dwight. And then there's a slot for Jim slash Oscar, and then Phyllis slash Stanley, which that one I, I can get. 
But then there's a separate one for accounting, a separate one for sales, and one for quality control. So it's like, Wait, why do random people like I, like Jim and Oscar? Why would they Michael get something? And then who? Dwight. So Michael Dwight and then Jim and Oscar together, Phyllis and Stanley together, and then accounting, sales, and quality control separately. Carpools to the hospital. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, who? Speaking of uh, quality control and going to the hospital, who who was it that said that? Oh, I think it was uh, Jan who was like looking around. She's like, "Oh, you'll see her when she's older." Well, maybe not you. And talking to uh, Oh Creed, Creed, Creed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aww, poor Creed. All right, that's all I had. <clears throat> well, me and Bethany didn't have any, so I guess no, we're I done. I didn't have any. Or sorry, <laughs> Justin didn't have any. Well, then I guess that leads us to trivia. Or no, not trivia. No. <laughs> to ratings. I am giving this episode a four out of five balloon pumpers because it was <laughs> enjoyable to watch, even though it wasn't very memorable. Yeah. I uh, I did laugh a lot during it. Fair. I, I, I like this episode a lot. You know, Jim and Pam are struggling. You know, maybe they'll break up. <laughs> it has your favorite moment yeah. between Michael and Holly. Oh yeah, yep, yep. So I'll I'll give it a five out of five. Uh, baby babies. <laughs> baby babies. Five out of five. Yeah, you know, like wow. baby daddy, but baby baby. Baby babies. Oh, okay. <laughs> baby baby baby. I am going to kind of the same thing. Like I liked the episode as I was watching it, but I don't think it's terribly memorable. But I am going to, and assuming that in my mind the line where Kevin talks about the clinic where he donated sperm is still there. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 4.25 529s. <laughs> wow. Did you rate this one, Justin? Um, I laughed a lot. It was very funny. But man, I hate Jan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate the Jim and Pam story. Yeah. But it was really funny. I'm going to give it a I'm going to give it a three and a half cornucopias. <laughs> um, I do not like this episode. Oh. Uh, it was funny in some parts. Michael was funny. Uh, I just, I don't know. I'm going to give it a two out of five crotch melons. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, all right. Me melon up. crotch sounds like some kind of disease. You know? Yeah. <laughs> She's got that melon crotch. Yeah. <laughs> So that brings our official threat level podcast score to 3.75 blue waffles out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but it's been a long time. That would be uh, so balloon pumpers, 529s, cornucopias, baby babies. babies. And no, don't tell me about any because I got it. Crotch melons. Cool. I got them all. <laughs> I did it, guys. <laughs> uh, cornucopias filled with 529 pumped up baby crotch melons. <laughs> baby nice. melons. Nice. Baby melon crotches. Yeah. Well, uh, 
That then is the end of our episode discussion. Uh, we'll move into our next segment in a moment. But if you prefer to stop listening, that's cool. Um, next time we'll be back with season five, episode five. I don't know the name of that. Uh, but uh, if you want to let us know oh, what you thought. Go ahead. <laughs> Duh. I saw it so many times today. Nope, never mind. Okay. Done. <laughs> but if you. I'll look it up right now. Crime Aid. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so if you would like, uh, in the meantime, you can let us know what you thought of uh, Baby Shower. Hit us up on Twitter at tl underscore pcast. Send us an email, threatlevelpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And uh, yeah. So that brings us to what, Madison? Threat Level Podcast After Dark. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> And this is the part of the podcast where we talk about what we've been watching, reading, experiencing, contemplating, etc. So what have you guys been up to in the past couple of weeks? What have you been contemplating? What have you been saying about? Well, I guess my shout out is more of just a contemplation oh. than an actual doing. Because I haven't done it yet. Okay. I have a, I have a shout out for a book. Oh. That is like a pass along shout out. A YouTuber that I watch recommended the book and then I bought the book and I have oh. it here in my hands, but I haven't started reading the book yet. Mm. But it's called Women Who Run With the Wolves hmm. and it's by Clarissa <laughs> King Cola Estates. <laughs> Estates. I'm sure I'm sure Estates. Estates. I'm sure I'm butchering her name. (laughs) But if you Google women who run with the wolves, I'm sure it'll come up. Um, So it's a book about like myths and stories about the wild woman archetype and um, kind of like how there's a powerful force inside of all women, but society is trying and has been over many years, like kind of suppressing that and pushing it out. And it's just all a collection, you know, uh, an anthology of sorts of all these different stories about the wild women, the women who run with the wolves. Cool. Who's this? Is this woman like a, is she a, a, a person beyond an author or is she? I honestly don't know. I mean, yeah, her title is PhD question. on the cover. So but she must be. Okay. She's somebody, but I haven't read it yet. So I don't know. Sure. But it was recommended highly by the YouTuber, um, the fairly local vegan who's based in Canada, and I love her channel. So, mm-hmm. and she's, I take her recommendations seriously enough that I bought the book. So that's cool, awesome. <laughs> and it is. It was on the New York Times bestseller list with a million copy bestseller, is what wow. it says. So it has sold a lot of books. So other people are reading it too. <laughs> so is this like? It sounds. Is it, it's like a like a self help book? Like a? No, I don't think that's it at all. It's just like myths and stories about about you know old old myths and old stories from a long time ago about the different types of wild women um probably talks about i'm sure like different types of goddesses and things like that um yeah i i will give an updated shout out after i've read it and i have more information about what it's actually about but i did buy it for the library's collection so it should be it in your library your local libraries yeah go to your library where you should have gone madison before buying the damn book <laughs> well i did buy it used does that make oh, it better 
I mean, I mean, no. it makes it so the publisher doesn't <laughs> get money. Unless you don't want the publisher to get money. I don't really care for the design, if we're being honest. <laughs> it looks like an older book, you know? Like it this, does, yeah. yeah like, like the old-timey old paperback type. Yeah. Old design to it. It's got all these, like, four pages of endorsements at the beginning. Wow. It's, uh, it's a lot. Right. It's a fair amount. Cool. But yeah. I'm trying to see who was it published by Valentine Book. Hmm. And that's a group or a, a subsection of Random House Publishing. Oh, okay. And how long is the book? Um, It is 500 and something. Holy Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> so it's a, you have to dedicate your life to it for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, I guess that's <laughs> including like an index in the back and everything. And the right. But it's like short stories, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. you don't have to read it all at once. And then there's some end notes. So the addendum hold on where the afterword where does this actually end <laughs> i guess it is still about 500 like 503 okay. pages oh yeah she definitely has a phd yeah and yeah. notes yeah <laughs> the addendum yeah addendum. yeah cool. and it was published in 1995 so it is an old book which explains the style i can excuse oh, it for okay. that reason yeah, 1995 oh. was only like five years ago so it smells right. like an old book i don't feel that way anymore Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I kind of don't either. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think the 80s were 20 years ago. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. 1989 was 30 years ago. Oh, wow. It sure was. 30 this year. Oh, boy. Oh. I thought you guys were older than that. What? <laughs> I am. Snoopy is. Snoopy Okay. <laughs> no, we're 29 still. Well, now that I'm getting older, I think I'm becoming more um, Mature. economically conservative. <laughs> Which, Are you a cheapskate, Tumi? <laughs> Are you? I don't notice that. <laughs> Which brings me to my shout out. Um, it's this uh, guy, uh, Brian Kaplan, spelled uh, B R Y A N C A P L A N. He's this uh, libertarian, oh boy. Yeah. He's a libertarian. Huh? I hate libertarian. He's a libertarian economist who, um, like, he's focuses on a bunch of different topics, and they're all really interesting. Like, is he, he a YouTuber? Uh, he's not a YouTuber, but he a lot of his talks are available on YouTube. Ah. So he, um, he's in favor of open borders. Uh, he is in favor of uh, what else? Um, couple other things but like the thing i i would like to discuss is um yeah so he has a new book called uh, the case against education I, I won't read it but like he gives a bunch <laughs> you of you won't read it now to us on air <laughs> <laughs> yeah on I air. Won't, like, yeah yeah but he he's given like a bunch of talks and interviews on youtube and they're all really like good he like he says that education is mainly like a type of a signaling like what you do is like you go through you jump through all the hoops of high school and college to prove to employers that you meet uh, a couple of criteria. Mm -hmm. You're reasonably intelligent. Two, uh, you're uh, hardworking. And three, you're a, a conformist. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, there are people who are very smart and hardworking who are not conformists and they won't be good workers because, you know, they'll, they'll get to the job and say, you know, I don't want to do this dumb thing. Mm. Uh, and there are people who are conformist and hardworking, but they're not smart. 
and there are also people who are conformist and smart but not hardworking. And so you have to be all three of those to get a high school diploma and now a college diploma mm. to prove to employers that, um, you know, you're like, uh, you'll be a good employee. Mm -hmm. And he's in favor of like a much simpler requirements to prove to employers that you're a good employee. He's like, the only thing you really need is like math and some uh, and reading everything. Writing. Yeah, writing too. Yeah. But everything else, like art and history and science and whatever else. So you we, don't think if, it makes like a better society for people to have understandings of science and history? No. <laughs> See, I don't know. I agree. Like, no, no, no. simply put. No. Uh, so my shout out. My shout out is is Tetris ninety nine. Um, <laughs> okay. So uh, Nintendo. Shadow dropped a Tetris game that, like, they announced it and released it on the same day um, for the Switch, and it's a Tetris like battle royale game. So you're playing against you're playing Tetris against 98 other people, and it's basically, yeah. uh, you know, you survive for as long as you can. Whoever's the last man standing wins. Hmm. Um, I don't know. It's really fun. It's Tetris. It's it's a little weird because it's like if somebody else is playing really good, you can just die immediately because they send like a bunch. of if you haven't played Tetris in a while, if the person you're playing against gets like multiple lines, they send like junk lines to your side of the screen oh. so like all of your blocks go up. Um, so like that can happen where if a couple of people are targeting you, you just like die immediately. Mm -hmm. And like the better that you do at the game, the more likely they are to target you. Right. Um, so it's, it's a bit of a weird, but that's not really what I want to talk about because <laughs> I've been thinking about um, Battle Royales and Tetris. Um, I'll just talk about Tetris. But I've been thinking about like how annoying would it be if you have like your Tetris Game Boy card or whatever, um, and you and you play and like you're learning how to play Tetris and like you suck, so you get like two hundred points or whatever. <laughs> um, but like then you play it for a year, and um, you're so you're good now, and so you're getting like you know, 500,000 points for each run that you do. But every time you play, that 200 from that first week that you played kept getting averaged into your score. You never got to get a good score, even though you're good at Tetris now because of that 200 from the beginning when you were just learning how to do it. Um, and the reason I was thinking about it is because like, that's what we do with grades. And like at the end of the year, no matter how well you did at the end of the year and how well you knew the concepts, you still got averaged into the scores that you did you had at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. um, and I just think that that's like super annoying and I don't understand why grades can't be like changed. Like if I can prove that I understand the content, why can't I change my grade back to, to something higher? Mm -hmm. um, why are we permanently <clears throat> held to these terrible grades for I mean, I think, whatever homework or tests? Right. Well, I think there are different ways of dealing with that. Like uh, something that I've seen in, is a sort of percentage, like a weight for, for grades. So for example, if we have four exams, the first exam won't be weighted as heavily as the last exam where in theory you've, you know, it's a review of all of the things that you've learned and stuff like that. So you've had time to work on developing skills to be able to succeed on that one versus the first one. Um, so I think, you know, you can do that or a lot of times people will have sort of the lowest grade dropped, which isn't necessarily the first grade, but you know, it's like if you bomb out on something, it'll be dropped just 
to show that that's not your av- it shouldn't be average in your work because it's not your your best or you know right. what I mean so I think you can do that but yeah I mean I think it's tough to well first of all welcome to academia podcast but um <laughs> but I welcome to Jamie and I argue about education <laughs> for a really long time yeah. but it's um I I, I don't know I, I think there needs to be some sort of accountability for what you have done. But I agree that there should be a weight. Like I agree with the weighting system where things that you do in the beginning of the semester should not count as much as what you do towards the end, because it's not only a matter of like getting better or like better understanding the content. But if this is the first time with that instructor, for example, you're not completely sure of what to expect in terms of grading or in terms of, effort because we all play the system and learn how much effort we have to put in with a specific instructor uh, in order in order to get a good grade and it maybe takes some time for you to sort of sort what that is you know sort out what that is mm-hmm. but um but I yeah remember I, taking, like this class in my final year of college where it was like he was like famously the professor was famously easy and we <laughs> and, I, and i got there and he turned out to be so hard. Like everyone <laughs> in the class was surprised. Like, what the hell? This guy was supposed to be like a Jeez. like an easy A, and suddenly he became really difficult. So did everybody just get together and troll like everybody else on RateYourProfessor.com or something? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I took a couple of classes in college where the class was decided on one grade. Like at the end, yeah. you wrote a paper. And that what you got on that was your grade for the whole class. I think that's like a lot because those are your literature courses, right? Yeah. Because yeah. that's the very that's the same thing, and that's why when I was an undergrad, I avoided literature courses like the play because I was like, <laughs> I cannot do that. Like one, I mean, it sounds nice because you have one assignment right. all the year, um, so it seems easy. But like then it's this twenty-page paper or something that right. is <laughs> your whole grade for the class. So if you vomit, you fail the class. I um I don't have a shout out. I'll save any shout outs to next week. Yeah. <laughs> do you have, have a sh- non-education related shout out, Jamie? Have I shouted out Dateline? You did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Well, then I got nothing. <laughs> well, I guess mine's semi-education related, but only only happenstance <laughs> for happenstance sake. But buckle in. I think you there... two have shouted out enough. No, there's a, my shout out is a not a Netflix original but a Hulu original. It is called well Pen Fifteen, but penis oh, yeah. I guess. But it's essentially uh, these two comics who I think are in their thirties or older, but they essentially are playing high uh, middle schoolers, and it's basically marketed as the comedy series that depicts middle school as it actually happened. And uh, it's it's hilarious because those two comedians play like these middle school uh, kids and try to um, essentially show, you know, the sort of ridiculousness of middle school, but in a hilarious way. I've only watched one episode, but it was pretty it was pretty funny. And I think it's I don't know if all of the episodes are out or if it's coming out like one episode at a time. But what if is it you, called? it's called Pen 15. Have you ever written penis. that on somebody's hand? Pen 15. Mine was always either Pen is Cool or Pen Island. Pen Island, yeah. Pen, because then it's Penis Land. Oh. oh. It was hilarious. Oh, man. I remember, Justin, I don't know if you ever noticed that, but, like, sometimes uh, on, like, Final Fantasy fourteen, it would censor that if, like, you did what? Pen is across the thing. Yeah. And it was, like, it starred out. And I'm like, what? First of all, <laughs> penis isn't, like, you know, <laughs> it's not, like, a curse word, but... 
Right. No, but I don't know if adults and stranger kids should be speaking about it in Aorzea. I, that's true. Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> if you're talking about penis, it's probably not good. But uh, yeah, so that's a it's a fun show. I want to say the episodes were like 30 minutes, but I honestly can't remember. But um, might but yeah. have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That is all of our shoutouts, then, I guess. That's <laughs> yeah. a thought of one. So, uh, as we said before, feel free to contact us on Twitter at TL underscore PCAST. Hit us up on an email <laughs> at yeah. gmail.com. And we'll be back next week with uh, Crime Aid, Season 5, Episode 5. Thanks, and Bye. goodbye. Bye. Bye.